the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And the certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. you got to get your tan on. Uh, today's trivia theme is general trivia. Now, today we have a special guest. A friend of the show, Bobby Sharma, whose uh, real estate meetup group has over 5,000 members. Hey, Bobby, welcome to the Best of Investing. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Welcome. Great to be here. Great to be here. Thank you. And uh, now, now, Bobby, uh, you were in California and uh, you decided to uh, make the move um, as far east as possible uh, to Florida. Uh, Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, like many Californians during COVID, I realized that a lot of my work could be done remotely and um, using technology. So uh, I'm more of a passive investor. I don't do flips or anything like that anymore. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm more of a paper investor. So uh, so really, it, it came down to um, I talked to my accountant, and she said, "Well, you have Nevada." You have Texas and potentially Florida. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking about moving to Austin, and then I started reading about all the crazy real estate prices in yeah. Austin. So I, I said, you know what? I've never lived on the East Coast, uh, so no state income tax, business-friendly environment. Um, the prices are skyrocketing here, just like everywhere else in the country. Yeah. But, uh, but the primary reason was just lifestyle and maybe – the no state income tax was a bonus. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So when did you make the move? Uh, now it's, uh, it's it, this Saturday, it's going to be exactly four weeks. So three and a half weeks so far. Oh, oh, oh you just, you just moved. Wow. That's okay. Fantastic. So we can't ask too much of your experience yet. Cause it's yet to be seen. Uh, you have to kind of go through all the hurricane weather and, and all that other kind of fun <laughs> stuff, but it'll be kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, you know, that's interesting because um, Bobby and I go way back. I mean, pre certain, certainly my time at Pacific Private Money, I've known Bobby, I think you've known you now for like 10 plus years. 10 plus years. Um, and you've been doing uh, your meetups, which I think we'll get into uh, quite a bit in a little bit. But, you know, our, um, maybe you can tell us like your meetups uh, being where you are. 
I know a lot of your members are national in scope, but I always saw a huge turnout in the Bay Area. Are you going to yeah. continue? Are you going to be coming out for some of these? Or are you going to do virtual? Like what's, yeah, what's yeah. you know, thanks to thanks to private money um, and and the Pacific private money, you, Mark, Ed, you know, look, I've been able to grow the meetup, uh, you know, like over five thousand members. So I'll never give that up. But what I have decided is every two months or maybe every three months. I'll come back to the Bay Area. I still have my real estate in the Bay Area. I still have my friends in the Bay Area. So, um, you know, that's, the Bay Area is always going to be home, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll come back. I'll do the events. Maybe this time around, the events are going to be, you know, I used to do the one or two hour events. But now I'm thinking I'll do like a, like a four to six hour event, but maybe every two, three months but it's going to be a larger event with more presenters, more education, more networking. So that's kind of, and I'm very fortunate that one of my friends, he's going to let me use his facility. Uh, So yeah, you know, hopefully uh, it's going to all work out as people get comfortable meeting in large groups again, right? They need to get over that. So yeah. Have you been doing zoom uh, meetup groups all the time? Okay. And and, And how many people can get in a, in a zoom meetup group? Well, there's no limit, but I've had no limit. Okay. 150 people show up once. Uh, but usually it's now running at about uh, 80 to 85 people. But the good news about the Zoom is now I'm getting people from Los Angeles, Phoenix, Boston yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that are joining, you know, which, of course, was out of reach before. Uh, even um, uh, uh, Reno, Nevada, uh, I've had people join from, you know, many different places. Yeah. But going forward, I think I'm going to do a hybrid, so one Zoom meeting and then one in-person event. So that's a that's a good idea. Yeah, and your yours all your meetups, uh, you always have some good presenters, good good information for for Thank everyone. Um, let's see here. Uh, but uh, we're going to cut to a break for a minute. But uh, if if people wanted to join your your meetup group, uh, how would they do it? Yeah. So it's just called, if you go to meetup.com and you just search for Bay Area Real Estate Moguls, you, they'll, they'll find me uh, over there. So Bay Area Real Estate Moguls. Yeah. Why is it plural? Because there's only one Bay Area Real Estate Moguls. <laughs> I know. There's only one Bobby Sharma. There's only <laughs> one Nampa. <laughs> that, that's it. Okay, guys, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. And uh, here it is. Again, we're talking uh, general tribute here. Uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, one here. What is tattooed on Popeye's arm? And again, Bobby, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. He's got a tattoo. He, I guess he, it was it was uh, in vogue back then, you know, uh, just like it is now. So uh, the question is, what is tattooed on Popeye's arm? Uh, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. Uh, you're listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown, Nam Fawn, and our special guest, Bobby Sharma. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer.
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and our special guest, Bobby Sharma. Uh, first trivia question, what is tattooed on Popeye's arm? I, you know, I should have Googled that during the <laughs> No, fair <laughs> Googling. I don't anchor? Know. Yes, an anchor. Very good. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Nam, you wanted to ask Bobby some questions here? Yeah. You know, I was... Um, in the last segment, I was talking about uh, how you know I've attended Bobby's meetups in the past and and always great content. Um, but during the last during the pandemic, I, I've been you know just basically not out there. Uh, so I've missed out on a lot of your meetups. Um, what have you know you seen in the meetups? Like, what are the topics, and you know, are the trends related at all to the pandemic? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to know what's going on in real estate in, in, you know, based on the content that you're sharing and what people are interested in who are attending these meetups. Yeah, great question. Great question. So, you know, when the, when this, the, uh, the biggest uh, stressful situation for real estate investors was when the CDC announced the ban on the evictions, right? So yeah. that was a very uh, anxious, very stressful moment. Uh, and it still is to some extent, Although the data shows that you know most most landlords have recovered, uh, but during the early days of the pandemic, there were a lot of uh, events around the legal issues around evictions and how are you handling evictions because you can't evict people. Uh, and then what is rent collection? What uh, what is happening to your rent collection? What about forbearance from the banks? So there were there were almost three to five months where the events were around the legal consequences and, the, and dealing with this, this sort of a black swan event, you know, <laughs> that we were all dealing with. And, and of course, most of my, um, um, uh, my, my members are real estate investors slash landlords. So, so they were in a very precarious situation, but, but once the, once they accepted what was happening, then it got into, you know, the, the migration, right? The big California, supposedly the big California migration, which was leaving San Francisco, leaving Los Angeles, uh, leaving Seattle and moving to Boise, Idaho and Salt Lake City and Austin and everywhere else, right? Um, so there was a lot of, you know, uh, some really, and I'm sure you've heard uh, both Edward and, and you, Nam, you've heard the scary or the kind of strange stories about people making multiple offers and all cash offers in Austin, yeah. in Reno, in, uh, in Nashville, in Dallas, you know. So what, what we used to experience in the Bay Area is now happening in, you know, all these other secondary tertiary cities in the Midwest. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so actually we, we experienced some of that too, just from a, you know, at a fund level, our investors, many of them were asking, Hey, I'm invested in your fund. Um, and all of these forbearance requests that we're seeing and hearing about nationally, you know, how is that affecting your portfolio? And, um, you know, we, we actually, didn't have, you know, we had significantly less forbearance requests than I think what you'd see nationally. And not, and not everyone was granted one. Right. I mean, right. I, rem I remember seeing one applicant, one person who said, uh, you know, they just yelled out the word COVID and just assumed, okay, well now I don't have to pay. It's like, right. well, you gotta 
you got to explain, you know, why, well, how you've been affected. Right. And, uh, and, and show us what your, your balance sheet looks like. And the guy right. was actually very honest and even showed that he had $195,000 in the bank. And it's like, <laughs> then why are you asking for a department? You know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> exactly. No. And so we broke, broke out these requests into different buckets Yeah. and, you know, and we're able to identify a few that, that legitimately needed the forbearance and, you know, in those situations, we've got to work with the borrowers, but it was significantly less than than the fear, I guess, or perception that our investors had. And then once sort of the smoke uh, or dust settled, it really wasn't a big issue. Yeah. And, um, and and at that time too, in Q3, in July of last year, essentially, um, people realized that real estate is actually super, super strong or picking up. And, and so we had kind of the opposite of what we originally thought might happen, which was real estate was going to, it's going to, you know, completely drop it. it uh, or or it was, even just the loan demand. Yeah. That loan demand yeah. was going to drop. Um, it was the opposite. We oh, had yeah. our strongest, you know, two quarters ever. So yeah. it's continuing. So, so interesting. Um, yeah. The other thing was, you know, the fed printed, you know, six to $8 trillion. Right. So that, had to work itself into the economy and, and it went into two areas, right? It went into real estate and then the stock market, right? And so, and, um, so it, it, it's, it's this, this $8 trillion that is out there that needs to work into the system and, in, and, and into assets mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of people are now of the belief that the dollar itself is not that valuable. So you gotta have hard assets they're expecting inflation. I think there is, uh, if you look at real estate. Hey, look at lumber. <laughs> yeah. Any material. And, you know, and then the other thing is there's a labor shortage of, of skilled workers to work on real estate uh, projects, you know, used to find contractors and all yeah. that. So, uh, so I'm, I'm hearing some really scary stories about, you know, not having availability of people to do carpentry type of work yeah. or sheetrock and all that so yeah well and, and interestingly enough the, apparently i was talking to uh actually our contractor uh who does a lot of work for us and he had said that he goes you know that there's still the supply of lumbar it's all the supply chain that's holding things up and that's oh. why the prices have been going up now i was just talking to uh, uh, uh someone today and he said that the lumber price actually dropped a little bit so it's, it seems like it's starting to settle down a little bit because it was up what four times the amount I mean, that's just, right. and so he just said, yeah, any, any new house that's being bought, built automatically just add $50,000 in, into the cost. Yeah. yeah I, saw the size some, of the house. <laughs> I saw a stat that um, the lumber costs three years ago to build 10 homes is equivalent to building two and a half today. Uh, yeah. Well, that makes, well, yeah. 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 For the ratio. I mean, not, not everything yeah. is just lumber, but. Uh, right. Or the, yeah, the material. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. So, wow. It's good to hear though, that it's more of a logistics issue than it is an actual supply. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, actual raw material. Yeah. It's We're going to cut to a break. Uh, Bobby, when we come back, um, I wanted to find out, this is kind of more of a marketing question. How did you get over 5,000 uh uh, meetup group, uh, you know, meet, uh, attendee, uh, what, what would you call that? Uh, members? members. Members. There you go. See, I'm so inexperienced at that. I didn't even know the word. Okay. Members. All right. Here's our second trivia question. In the movie Air Force One, you remember that? 
with uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Who played the vice president of the United States? If you remember, Harrison Ford played president. Who played vice president? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. Again, we'll ask the question one more time. In the movie Air Force One, who played the vice president of the United States? All right, stay with us. You're listening to the Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fana, Pacific Private Money, and our special guest, Bobby Sharma. Uh, second trivia question. In the movie Air Force One, who played the vice president of the United States? You guys remember the movie? I remember her support. It was Glenn Close. She oh. played, remember? She played the uh, vice president and almost had to pull the pull the uh uh she had to make a decision about something uh and uh finally he gets on the gets you know uh, i'm on i'm on the plane you know <laughs> trace the call okay uh bobby i want to ask you how did you get uh how'd you get five thousand members to your meetup groups yeah so you know the, the simple answer is uh longevity consistency mm. and just providing quality uh, uh, speakers, you know, since so it's, it's, it's speaker quality, longevity, uh, consistency. One of the things that I pride myself in is that even during good times, bad times, I, I just consistently, just like your radio show since 2010, yeah. you've been consistently doing it. So, so once you start doing that, then people get accustomed to saying, you know what, once a month or once every uh, you know, a certain amount of weeks, we were going to go and hang out with Bobby at Bobby's event, right? So it became a social thing. It became an educational uh, venue. It became a networking. But, but, but the most important thing was the networking, right? How, how, did you, how did you start out, though? Yeah. You had to start from somewhere. Yeah, I had to start. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was living in Emeryville. And uh, what was happening was uh, back in, that, in those days, all the good – uh, meetup events, real estate events were taking place in San Francisco or San Jose. And there was nothing in Alameda County. So I was coming from work. Then I'd go drive an hour and a half to go to San Jose, fight the traffic. So one day I said, you know what, I'm just going to start uh, a, a meetup in Oakland. So uh, I, pick, I picked a venue. I was in Emeryville and I'm like, uh, mo most people don't know Emeryville, but I'll try Oakland. So I met near the Tribune uh, office. There was a bar downstairs. And sure enough, uh, I made an announcement and three people showed up. Yeah. And so a, a month later, I did it again. And about seven people showed up. Okay. And uh, the next month, we packed the bar. And uh, oh. it, it was a small bar. It was a very tiny <laughs> bar. <laughs> but, uh, 
So we went and found another bigger venue, and then we we ran out of the the space in that bigger venue, uh, and and then we just kept you know we went to the Chevys in uh, if you if you know where the Chevys is uh, in um, uh, Emeryville, uh, yeah. you know. So so they gave us a space, they gave us a banquet room, and uh, you know so we, we we used to meet there. And then luckily the break came uh, about five years ago when a gentleman reached out to me and said, listen, uh, we have conference rooms. We have this area, very professional. It can hold 200 people. If you want, you can use it. And uh, he, uh, it was uh, Bardia from New York Life. And he didn't want anything in return. He's just the greatest guy. Um, just wanted to do some networking. Uh, just in a, he's still to this day one of my biggest uh, friends, uh, greatest friends, and and a big supporter for our meetups. So so uh, and then thanks to you know uh, Nam and Mark, they supported the the meetup group as well. So uh, you know over time it just grew and um, consistently during the rough years and then it's it started out uh in 2011 mm. and it's been growing ever since then uh even during pandemic there was a slowdown but then people realized that they needed to come online to learn about what to do with the different situation yeah, sure and then i i saw a, a, a spike up so yeah it's it's uh it's it's definitely growing um I've, I've launched a new meetup in Miami area as well. So I, I can't get away from networking with people. So we're, we're doing, awesome. yeah, yeah. You're bi-coastal now. So you'll have meetups on both, both sides. That's great. I'm hoping. Actually, I'll have to find a reason to, uh, to go to Miami. And, uh, we'll yeah, no, they, they have very, events there all the time. It should be very easy to, for you to find a reason to visit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Noam, I'm going to move over to you because we have a an email question that comes in. Sure. Uh, it says, if I want to redeem shares in any of your funds, how long would I normally have to wait? Okay. Yeah, it's a good question. So the, the question essentially is um, the, retain, the email questioner is um, referring to redeeming their shares in any of our funds, the Pacific Private Money Fund, the North Star Capital Fund, the Pacific Southwest Note Fund, or the Freedom Fund. And uh, essentially, as a shareholder, you can redeem your earnings. And um, the time frame, though, does vary. Uh, it varies because of the available liquidity in any of the funds to process a redemption and also how often um, the funds process redemptions. Most three of our funds, you can uh, usually redeem anywhere from two weeks, like the Freedom Fund, because it's designed to be highly liquid, to maybe four to six weeks if it's the Pacific Private Money Fund or the North Star Capital Fund, because sort of by design, those two funds are meant to be, uh, you know, to have all the funds lent out, except for maybe, a, you know, a little bit for liquidity purposes. But generally, um, for those three funds, it's anywhere from two weeks to six weeks. And then the North Star Capital Fund uh, is quarterly. Uh, redemptions. So if you want a redemption request from there, um, because they do their fund management or fund accounting quarterly, that's usually one of the time frame it takes to, to redeem. Okay, so the Southwest uh, Fund, that's also going to be only uh, oh, yeah. two weeks. The Southwest through. Fund is also uh, like two couple weeks, right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually a little oversubscribed, actually. Uh, um, <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. We've been telling, I'm one of the managers of that, and we've been telling people who were interested in it, 
uh, hold on to your money <laughs> because if you invest, it's just going to sit in the 0% account waiting to get deployed at least for yeah. a month or two. Yeah, and essentially um, all of our funds like that where you first invest is essentially undeployed or sitting in non-interest bearing until we need it. And the different funds have different kind of loans that they that they fund. Yeah. Um, like the Freedom Fund, you know, right now is is you're able to deploy your funds usually within two weeks. Yeah, I'll tell you, if someone wanted to redeem out of their Southwest fund, it would be one day. <laughs> because we'd say, thank you very much, redeem. We got someone else who's waiting to get in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on after this uh, trivia question right here. It goes fast, you know. According to the Simon and Garfunkel song, who loves Mrs. Robinson more than she will know? You have to remember the song. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Again, here's the question. According to the Simon and Garfunkel fa- song, who loves Mrs. Robinson more than she will know? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan and our special guest, Bobby Sharma. Uh, third trivia question. According to the Simon and Garfunkel song, who loves Mrs. Robinson more than she will know? Jesus. Jesus, that's right. Jesus <laughs> loves you more than you I'd know. I'd hum it in my head. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> right. um, you're good at this. You're very good. <laughs> very good, yes. I'm even better because I got the answers. I'm, I'm a phone a friend guy. Okay. You're the omniscient one. Hey, Bobby, so um, you've got a startup. Yeah. So during the pandemic and after uh, leaving my corporate job, uh, I was contemplating, like, what, what should I work on next? What's, what's going to be interesting and large and, and you know relevant to my meetup members to real estate investors so there was a little bit of a challenge that i was facing and my 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 investor friends were facing which was we have uh, private money loans we have rentals sometimes we're lps in syndication sometimes we're gps in syndication sometimes we have money in pacific private uh, uh, money and um the fund and how do you track all that did your did your distributions come in did your rent come in did you make your uh, your your payments uh you know sometimes we hold assets in our llc's did we pay our uh, franchise tax board fees and so on and so forth did we pay our insurance so what i did was i i said okay i was tracking everything in excel but it was just not cutting it for me so I said, uh, what if I took Excel, my Google, uh, my, my Google Drive, uh, and QuickBooks, and a CRM, and I put it all together, 
all in one place and I, and I create nice graphs and nice KPIs that uh, people can look at visually uh, so they don't have to dive into the, the numbers and so on and so forth and have it all uh, automated, have it all integrated with the bank account, have it integrated with their property management applications. So my challenge was I have some properties in Kansas City, I have some properties in Ohio, I have some properties in Fresno, I have some properties in the Bay Area. And then I have, I'm an LP and a GP and a bunch of other funds. And, 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 and so tracking all of that in one place was challenging. Yeah. And I figured, you know, maybe it's possible that it's a similar challenge for other real estate investors. So, so what I created was, um, it's called bettercapital.us. Think of it as your Excel spreadsheet on steroids. And so when a distribution comes in from PPM, uh, you know, you, you can, it comes into your bank account, uh, but, but in, in our system, using machine learning, you can actually train your, uh, your, your system to say, this is a distribution coming from PPM. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be attached to this asset. So when I log in, I can see like a graph of what my actual uh, returns are versus the theoretical returns. I can see oh. if there's a lag anywhere. So um, if the rent didn't come in, it'll tell you, hey, you, you, you're, you're behind on collecting rent. Um, so, so anyway, that, this is, uh, that's what I built. It's completely free to use. It's called Better, uh, BetterCapital.us. But that's what kept me busy for the last year and a half. Now, if it's, that's free, to, really if cool. it's free to use, use how do, I mean, then how do you either, how do you make money on it or how did you recoup your costs of putting it together? Yeah. Yeah. So the way uh, we're going to make money on this is we have uh, relationships with uh, training companies. We have relationships with partners. Also, I'm a licensed um, real estate agent. So if people purchase, we, we, we will create a marketplace uh, in, in the platform. So the core, te- the core technology is free to use. But if you wanted to sell your properties or you wanted to buy some properties, then if you needed the services of a real estate agent, um, you could use the, the, our preferred network um, you know, of agents that we, are gonna, we, we haven't built it out yet, but that's what we're going to build. But th- those are the agents that are going to work with us, sort of uh, the top agents in every market. Um, so they'll pay, they'll pay a fee to be on your platform. They, 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 they can, they can okay. legally pay us a fee, yeah. Interesting. Okay. That sounds pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, can I, before we cut to the break, I do want to uh, ask Nam for a deal of the week. Because uh, we want to, we're going to cut the break pretty soon. I want to get a deal yeah. of the week in here. So, deal of the week at Pacific Private Money. This is one that uh, you know we we talk about how we lend in California uh, only right now. But uh, actually, we started doing some business purpose loans out, out of California. But we have a uh, scenario this week that's for Hawaii, and it's an eight million dollar purchase. Um, so. We don't lend in Hawaii, but this borrower has two homes that he owns free and clear in California that total, uh, I believe, $11 million or so. Uh, and essentially, we're, no, they total a little bit less, but essentially we're just going to cross-collateralize and do a bridge loan where we're actually not taking a lien position on the Hawaii property. We're just giving him actually two cash-out loans from his existing California residence so he can complete the purchase. Now, you think, geez, $8 million. Why does this person need 
private money. You know, certainly they're qualified for a bank and, and they are, but, you know, just like so many other bridge loans we've been doing and or construction loans that we do, people just come to us because of speed and really just because of ease of ease of service. Um, and so in this case, they want to make a non-sale contingent offer. Their plan is to liquidate or sell one of the California residences to pay us off. But in the meantime, they need to, to be able to make an offer that's non-sale contingent. Um, and we can do so um, by, by collateralizing the two California properties. And we can just wire the funds to the Hawaii escrow. Um, we're not lending in Hawaii. We're just, uh, we're just providing the capital. And what's the value of the two California properties? Um, I, I mentioned 11 million, but I think it's less. I think it's something uh, uh, around the seven or 8 million. But, so and, and, but how much, and how much are you lending? Six. He's going to come in with, uh, oh, with a few million on his own. So he's got some, he's got some 2 million in idle capital <laughs> so that okay. is just hanging around. So we're going to be able to make you know, a pretty, you know, a pretty low LTV loan. Um, well, wait, wait and, I, I'm a little confused. If, if you're lending 6 million and he's putting, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Million. His two properties each is worth, uh, we're doing 3 million on each property and its total is 12 million on his California. Oh, That's there you go. Okay. Now, million. now the numbers make sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, cause you usually don't go that high in LTV. Okay. No. So that's how you know. So it'll be 50%, uh, 50% LTV on the two California residents and, and theory 75% on the, on the, uh, uh, Hawaii property. And it's interesting cause there's all kinds of weird rules now with, you know, do you take the entire, Six million and put it against both, or do you split it up and go three million and three million because of yeah. foreclosure rules and all that? It's, it's uh, uh, very interesting um, how that all works. Yeah. Wow. All right. But we're closing uh, that one. We're going to close that one. It's not going to take you. You know, it's not a fast closing loan. It's it's about thirty days. But we've recently uh, we've been getting loans where the request is for a really short. Whole, uh, you know, really fast close just yeah. because the real estate market's so hot, as we all know. So, yeah, spending uh, $8 million for a property, you can't imagine that going too fast. <laughs> no, no. A little bit of due diligence. What, what, which island is it on? I think it's Oahu. Oahu, yeah. I can only imagine where it is. Okay. All right. Uh, stay with us. No, no uh, trivia question now, but stay with us. The best of investing will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Listening to the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money and our special guest, Bobby Sharma. Uh, Bobby, you have a meetup group coming up here pretty soon. Yes. Yeah. So uh, July 1st, uh, I actually just did a meetup last week, but this one, the, up, uh, the one that's coming up, we're going to have three presenters. Uh, one is going to be about, um, you may have heard the term down payment assistance. It's a new concept oh, yeah. Yeah. where a company will come in, 
you know, with the, with the market the way it is, some people don't have enough money for the for the down payment, so they you, they can partner with you and get some equity, but you only pay them upon sale. It's a there's a complex formula, but they it's it's they're there to help you out with the down payment assistance. That's a that's what, a that's a great that's what a company is that. Yeah. It's called Home LLC H O M E dot LLC, and uh, uh, that's their that's their domain. I didn't know there was an LLC domain uh, extension, yeah. but apparently there is. Uh, yeah. So no, that's really good because a lot of people, like I said, don't you know they don't have the you know they don't have parents who have the down payment, and yeah, this way yeah. they get to to participate with it. And then Nam uh, Pacific Private Money has a, a webinar coming up. Yeah, you can do two events in that same week because ours is June 29th at six o'clock. Uh, it's virtual, so we're not ready to uh, to see people in person just yet. Hey, actually, is yours um, virtual? It's, it's, it's on. It's online as well. Okay. Online as well. Okay, and then they go to meetup.com and then look for uh, real estate moguls. Yeah, Bay, Bay Area real estate moguls. If they or, or they search for Bobby Sharma meetup, they'll find me. Awesome. So yeah, ours is um, June 29th, which is Tuesday. It's at 6 p.m. And it is also a uh, Zoom uh, event. And we're going to talk about the Freedom Fund. So that's the highly liquid fund paying a 6% fixed return to investors who, you know, maybe they they had a, were invested in a trust deed and, and they got paid off and they're sitting on idle capital, earning, you know, half percent in the bank or less. And if they want to earn, you know, uh, 12 times that, that they can invest it in Freedom Fund. Um, and so we'll talk about that and the kinds of loans uh, we put in the fund and why we can, you know, provide that high liquidity uh, that we that we talk about. So that's, again, June 29th, Tuesday, 6 p.m. To register, give us a call at 415-883-2150 or go to our website, www.pacificprivatemoney.com under the invest section or the uh, events section. Too. And uh, with all of your funds, they're they're all no load. Yeah, no exactly. Fee, no, fee no load, meaning there's no cost uh, other than your investment to, uh, to become a member and no load getting out uh, once you're beyond the uh, one-year lockup for the Pacific Private Money Fund and the North Star Capital Fund. Uh, effectively, there's no lockup on the Southwest Node Fund or the, or the Freedom Fund. So, Very good. Yeah. And uh, Bobby, before we cut uh, out for our thoughts for the day, why don't you give out your information also one more time? Thank you, Edward. Uh, so really easy to find me. It's Bobby at bettercapital.us, or you can call me, text me at 650-200-8594. But uh, Bobby at bettercapital.us. Is and and since, even though you moved to uh, Miami, I like that, that you kept your California number. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going anywhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, If you guys are ready, we're going to cut out for the day. Actually, Nam, why don't you give out your information one more time? Yeah, sure. You can give us a call at 415-883-2150 or go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. We're located in downtown Nevada's financial district. <laughs> I know, I love financial that. district because <laughs> Wells is across the street and Bank of America is on the other side. That's right. And Bobby Sharma, yeah. thanks again for joining us. Okay, here we go. Here's our thoughts for the day. People who use selfie sticks really need to take a good long look at themselves. <laughs> and uh, what concert is worth just 45 cents? Well, 50 cents and Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Nice. I, knew, I knew I knew no one would like that one. These are what they call the dad pun jokes. You got that is a total dad joke. 
Yeah. Actually, now that my daughter is older, she actually likes the puns. She calls them the dad jokes. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We'll be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.